Everybody and welcome to another sports sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson, and joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. You almost forgot my name there for a second. No, I, I was, was thinking about making a joke you. that you were the sports outsider, Jordan Pomaville. No, because as some of our our uh, frequent listeners may have noticed, Jordan not here right now. Yeah, Jordan not here. Jordan yeah. gone. But you know why? Because he's playing Hollywood. He is. He's got big, big Hollywood time jobs. Hollywood. I don't think we can announce why, but I uh, let's just say he is now above yeah. us. Yeah, he's he, a he's he better than is. us. I've heard he's got an in with the Queen of England. What? Well, we've had the Queen of England on the show before. So That's true. We have. Good. So we've all got like an in with her. Yeah, I believe that was yeah. for the Olympics when James yeah. Bond flew in. At the, if, I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jean got in with her. So. Hello. Yeah, wow. Look out. Yeah. A little royalty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's what he called her. Right. Every afternoon he'd be like, hang on, I got to go have my royalty. Wow, 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 wow. We'd be like, oh. John, that's... So this is a sports podcast. Yeah, a sports podcast. Uh, I don't know a lot about sports. You know a lot about sports. Yep. Jordan knows a lot about sports, but Jordan, Jordan ain't knows here. a lot more about sports. Right. I am increasingly becoming less of a sports insider, though oh, still wow. more than enough on the inside to to be the foil to you, the so sports this is barely a sports podcast at <laughs> yeah, this point. It, it really... When Jordan's not here, hanging by a thread. All right. Phil. That's yeah, fine. We that's are just, fine. We're barely even there, but... We do have a number of uh, sports-themed guests and segments today. Yeah. Speaking of which, who's our guest for today? Oh, that would be a Father O'Shaughnessy. Okay, Father O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, he's apparently the he's like the team pastor for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, uh, so like the Pope of the team. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but they recently they signed uh, Des Bryant to uh, to a contract only to have him tear his Achilles tendon. Ooh. Like three days later. Well, it's a good thing they have a team pastor. He needs some religion after that. I bet. Yeah. I guess. I guess maybe. Yeah. So uh, I don't know why the Saints sent him, but he's the representative who's here uh, That's to cool. talk to us about that. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, then I think we just got like a uh, news, 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 and then we'll be done. No, we got a wide world of sports. Goddamn right, we do. Uh, okay. All right. I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah. Phil, it's America's but- favorite segment. People uh, love it. Yeah. People love it, Joel. They would clamor for it if we didn't do it. Sure. Fine. But okay. before that, Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Gotta respect Mentos, one of our most loyal sponsors. They love Tim Tebow. Yeah. T-Bone! One wonders if they had any idea that Tim Tebow's... Uh, sports relevance was going to persist for as long you as know, it has. You know, I think that when you buy someone in a lifetime contract, I think you just hold on to hope, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but Tim Tebow promoted to class AAA with Mets. Whoa, that's yeah. one away from the big leagues, right? right? It is indeed. Subheadline, uh, now he gets free toes if his car ever breaks down. Free toes? Yeah. Oh, free toes. <laughs> yeah. Not like foot toes. Not like severed human like, toes. Okay, phew. Like, like a toe Like truck. a witch doctor would put yeah. on a necklace. Because he's in AAA now. Sure, okay, that's cool. A lot of people don't realize that, but those are the people who come, like, give you a jump when your car is out. Well, I, I've got a AAA Those are local too. AAA baseball players. 
I've always uh, wondered why they're always they always say want to have a catch, and I go no thanks, but thanks for fixing my car. Yeah, yeah because they, I mean, it's it's it, that's that's why it's the last stage before the the majors is there's right. that extra layer of difficulty. Right, they're like, can you it. pitch? Can you bat? And can you repair a tire? <laughs> yeah, do you know how to replace a carburetor in right. the field, dude? Do you know how to call five times and say, wait, where's your car again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's important to the training. Woo, so true. Uh, New York Mets minor league outfielder Tim Tebow, and and that's what he is now. He was uh, he was championship college quarterback, and then yep. he was not so good NFL quarterback, and then he was uh, uh, ESPN commentator. Now he's minor league outfielder. Wow, that's pretty wow. intense. Quite the journey. Good for him, right? And Mentos, absolutely. Uh, is expected to start the 2019 season with Class AAA Syracuse. Okay. Syracuse, uh, the college. Wait, what? No, no, no. Just, I mean, Syracuse is just a city. Oh, okay. Two, yeah. So, and that's the location of the Mets' AAA affiliate. I see. Okay, that makes uh, sense. a promotion for the former NFL quarterback. This is a great next step for him. Newly hired Mets general manager Brody Van Wagenen said to via New Jersey or NorthJersey.com. Oh, wow. NorthJersey.com just sounds delightful. It's a happening website. Yeah. It's a Lexus score is at least in the top 3,000. Right? Yeah. Uh, at the GM meetings in Carlsbad, California on Wednesday, we're excited to get him back in camp, and hopefully after a trip to Syracuse, he'll be able to prove to us and everybody in baseball that he can make an impact in the big leagues. There we go. That's right? fantastic. What great uh, news. And, and as I believe we've covered here, Tim Tebow beginning to look like a competent baseball player. Yeah, we uh, covered that. Yeah, worth noting because prior to that, we covered how not competent he was as a baseball player. Well, it's hard to switch mindset, right? He was always yeah. playing one sport, and then he's like, oh, you got to learn how yeah. to play another sport. But, you know, fair enough. We here in the Sports 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 Program. Pro- 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 program? It's a Sports okay, Sports Sports grandma. Program. But, uh, you listen to your programs. Yeah, but here, here in the podcast, uh, we eat crow when it's served to us. Uh, and this... This this AAA promotion, big old serving a crow. Plop I'm the sports down. outsider. I never knew if he was good or bad, so I'm uh, not okay, eating crow. Okay, I guess with yeah, you. you don't got any crow. But you I'm, enjoy your crow for I'm one. I'm wolfing sir. it down, you know, even with the bones and the feathers and all that, because that's what's required. The gotta 2007 use every part of the crow. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta honor the animal. <laughs> every time I see one. Out in the street, having been hit by a car, I'm like, oh, crap, here we go again. Right. I honored the crow so much, I actually watched The Crow Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Not, Not as good, good as the first. Uh, the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner hit 273 and slugged six homers and 36 RBI in 84 games in class in 2018 for class AA Binghamton before an injury, a broken hammock bone. Uh, Oof. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, where's the hammock bone? The hammock bones it's, connected to the fill-in-the-blank, Joel. Uh, one, one of your tarsals. It's in your wrist somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or is tarsal the wrist? No, is tarsal the is the feet because tarsal's for toes. Carpal. Carpal's is Carpal. One of One of your carpal bones. There we go. Yeah. Ouch. Well, how did he get upgraded when he's got a, that kind of injury? That's uh, weird. Well, I mean, it happened late last season. It'll be healed by, by spring training. But he'll never be the same. Well, if that's true, he probably won't last in triple. There we go. Then he gone. Uh, yeah, Timmy is uh, not a guy you want to put restraints on, Wagonin said. If he sees a block, he's going to work that much harder to go overcome whatever somebody places on him. I believe in him. Given the hammied injury uh, he had last year, his momentum was stopped. The goal is if he can pick up, pick that up in spring training and hopefully get off to a good start in Syracuse, then we'll evaluate 
a big league spot when he's ready. Good for him. Yeah. Now, some cynical people, Phil, might observe the fact that the New York Mets are a profoundly awful baseball team right now. Uh, and that it, it is entirely possible that they might be looking for a PR ploy here to boost the flagging efforts to attract attendance of their big league club. I see. So they're going <laughs> to add more hot dogs to the hot dog race. Right? Exactly. Tim Tebow, kind of like a walking hot dog race. Unless, who knows, if he keeps hitting 273 at, uh, at AAA, uh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not a hot dog race at all. He could become a common baseball card. Yes, he could. <laughs> News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. World Chess Championship starts with Harrelson Blunder. Ah, that's sport. <laughs> yes, and if you're thinking to yourself, oh, that's got to be like the, the Kasparov Gambit or the yeah. name of some other chess maneuver. Incorrect. It does, in fact, refer to actor Woody Harrelson. Ah, Woody from Cheers. Right. <laughs> or or as uh, as this article refers to him. Uh, yeah, it asked the Hunger Games, Hunger Games and Cheers actor to move his pawn. What a strange Hunger Games and Cheers actor. Yeah. What about white men can't jump? Yeah. What about almost all the rest of his career? He's not even like, really in the Hunger uh, Games that Zombieland? much. Zombieland? Yeah. Come on, man. And and it's like the two of those right next to each other. I'm like, I get that a lot of people like the Hunger Games, but fucking come on. Yeah. Goddamn Cheers. Yeah. You, you got to come up with something else or you just leave it as cheers. Right. Maybe it, it's just it makes cheers. It sound like he put uh, a hit pause on his career for 25 years. That's yeah. not true. That man kept working. Kept working. Charming it sounds, comedian. It sounds to me like they're hungry for more credits, if right. anything. But this is not a game. This is not a game. Uh, what is a game is chess. A world chess championship officials might rethink the role of ceremonial starter after Hollywood actor Woody Harrelson knocked over a king and moved the wrong pawn in a comical start to the 2018 event in London on Friday. So he was moving on behalf of one of the players? Yeah, I guess uh, continuing. Norwegian title holder uh, Magnus... Ooh, I'm going to have to pronounce something Scandinavian, Phil. Magnus... Carlson. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Fabio, Fab, Fabiano uh, Caruana, uh, Caron, Caron, if he's Italian, I don't know, were bemused onlookers as the U.S. actor began their eagerly anticipated matchup by knocking over the American challenger's king, uh, the move that traditionally signals a concession. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Caruana uh, had asked the Hunger Games and Cheers actor... <laughs> <laughs> to move his pawn to start the game. Wait, 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 wait. Did he tell him where to move the pawn, or did he just say yeah, move he, he any was, he, pawn he was anywhere? Probably I'll like, like uh, what you know. It's like you say in chess. It's like uh, you know, queen's pawn to f seven, right? Something like that. A uh, only for Harrelson to hit the king and move a different piece. Yikes! So he also he moved the wrong pawn. So does that stand then? Did they <laughs> did he lose and have to leave the pawn there? A bewildered Caruana uh, initially appeared to accept the mistake before officials allowed the pawn to be returned. A grinning Harrelson then moved the correct pawn before quickly exiting the stage. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this raises a few different questions. The first being, I I was under the impression that chess players kind of particular about their moves. 
I think you have to be. Yeah. That's the kind of the whole thing is you move, you know, things. like yeah. the whole, they always say like move five move or plan five moves ahead. But then maybe it was like a game theory thing where he's like, oh, I let Woody Harrelson make the wrong move. Right. What does that mean about what I've got? Or maybe it's an improv thing where he's just like, oh, well, now I now we're taking it in a different <laughs> got direction. Got a yes and got yeah, a yes exactly. and. Uh, my second observation is what is it about Woody Harrelson's career that had the people planning the 2018 World Chess Championships, A, decide on him for this an- honor. Sure. And then B, not expect hijinks like this. Right. Yeah. yeah he's a funny guy. He's, you know? uh, he's had lots of uh, movies where he uh, really made an impression for his comedic skills, none of which are called Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, there's a couple jokes in Hunger Games, aren't there? Uh, I think that most of the jokes are in the way of like, uh, I'm pompous, and I knocked you down a notch. <laughs> Joining us on the podcast is Father O'Shaughnessy of the New Orleans Saint Organization. Oh, hello there, Phil. Thank hey, you so much for having us. Good All to, to have the, you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Bless the Lord for these thy gifts which you are about to receive from thy body through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you God very much. God grant us peace. That's yeah, what I just I had to yeah. finish... Uh, I had to finish blessing the mic here before we begun. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's the show called Drop the Mic. You do Bless the Mic. That's good. I do. I yeah. do. Bless the Mic is actually the name of my, my podcast. Oh, Bless the Mic. In which I talk about all of my fun interactions uh, as as the... With the, people named Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That makes sense. Of which there's a few on the Saints, uh, yeah, oh, for the, whom I'm the team pastor. Sure, and the Saints have had a tough go. They just uh, hired somebody. And, oh, uh, that's true. got hurt. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a real bummer. Here's the thing. I haven't I'm been... I'm a sports outsider. I'm sorry. I don't yeah, know uh, the story. Well. Uh, Des Bryant. Yep. Des, as I was calling him. Des. Uh, arrived... Biblical name? Huh? Biblical name? Des. Yeah, from, from the book of Des. Right, yes. that, exactly. Uh, you should be familiar. I understand that. You're a lapsed Catholic, Phil. Yeah, I'm a lapsed Catholic. Uh, What's up? How's how's that going? Really good. I'm actually you, really happy. Life is going really well. Do you feel the absence of the Lord? No. I feel the absence of fruit mm. roll-ups in this room. Uh, you will. I really like fruit roll-ups. You will, Phil. But returning to Des. Sure, let's please. Wonderful, man. Uh, yeah. But so, uh, Des... Was signed with the team, and we were hoping we was going to add a little bit to wide receiver depth. And so on the first day, uh, he showed up. He's obviously been sitting out the whole season. Mm. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bless Dez here. Oh, good. To make sure that he has a good time. And I decided specifically, Dez, I'm going to bless both your Achilles tendons. That's an odd choice. <laughs> I know. It it's was a bit of an odd strange, choice. Yeah. But I was worried about his Achilles tendons. As in I wanted to be sure. It's a very important part, especially for a wide receiver. I know. It's what killed... And I did. Uh, and it's what killed... Uh, what's his name? Agamemnon, right? <laughs> no. Was his Achilles it's, tendon? It was Achilles... Uh, was it Achilles? It was Achilles. That's why they call it the Achilles tendon. Yeah, It's because it connects sense. to your heel... Which is the part that because his mom really did dipped him, him in. in the uh, river with the river. I mean, river yes, I, I would, I would and... argue that the thing that really did Achilles in was his belief in pagan rituals and the absence of God in his life. Well, it was long before <laughs> Judeo-Christian myth. <laughs> I mean, religion. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah. you bless the Achilles. So I bless the Achilles tendon, and I'll be damned if that's not exactly what snapped uh, at practice on Friday. So this leads me to. Two options. One is either your blessings don't work. Uh, I don't or, think that can be. Or it. two, it's God's plan certain. for the Saints to lose. No, you know what? I think it is actually. What's that? Uh, I think it's that uh, I saw Des Bryant at lunch. Yeah. Uh, and he did not opt for the fish. 
What is that? What, he went with mean? a steak, you know, and eating fish on Fridays. Oh, come <laughs> on. Wait, are you, so you're, uh, so you're, I mean, so when, when God sees you chowing down a porterhouse on a Friday, he's going to say, I so got, wait, you're I got to overrule the kosher the normal. Is that what you're saying? No, fish on Fridays is a Catholic thing. No, it's an old Testament thing. <laughs> well, it's an old Testament thing, but it carries over. No, it doesn't. That's called kosher. Are you trying That's a Jewish thing? You're trying to lecture me, a priest, on what is and is not I, Catholic. Yeah, I was raised Catholic, so <laughs> raised but you aren't anymore. You don't know how we do things now, Phil. Okay, that's fine. Point is, God punished Des, and I think it has nothing to do with the blessing that well, I laid let upon. Me, let me put it this way: Is there anything else that you blessed that could prove that your blessings mean something? Boy, well, I guess <sighs> if we are looking back, uh, uh, the last time that I blessed a football player specifically. Yes was Joe Theismann in 1987. Whoa, that was a while. Wow, you went a long way. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been doing this for quite a while. Phil. Yeah. Yeah. And how did Joe Theismann turn out? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess you are the sports outsider, but yeah. I blessed. I uh, was going into the uh, big game against the Giants, and okay. I said, Joe, I want to I wanna lay a blessing upon both of your legs. Okay. <laughs> May they remain strong and sturdy in the face of gold. Again, odd choice. Yeah, but, uh... I did specifically go for the legs, and I don't know if you've, if you've seen it, but his leg was was hideously shattered when when Oof. when Lawrence Taylor <laughs> took ah, him down, karate chopped him. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Uh. So, so yeah. So that did definitely at the time make me rethink some of it. So so two could could be a coincidence, but it's starting to feel a little bit like a pattern. Do you ever think that your blessings might be no again, curses? Here's, like maybe they're curses from the here's devil the instead thing, of blessings uh, from God. Joe Theismann uh, came to me before the blessing in a dream. No, oh, okay. uh, he he he, okay. he he made a confession. Oh, okay. uh, and I I gave him uh, ten hail marys, you know, based on the sure. sins that he confessed to me. And I think I overheard him later. I think he only did nine. Oh, so it was a punishment. So I a... think I think God was punishing him again. Had nothing to do with the blessing. I don't know though. The fact that you bless, I mean, other people do weird things and don't get hurt are you questioning the will of the lord no Phil? i'm questioning your ability to okay. bless well let let me think here about other blessings yeah I've what's given. a blessing that worked oh you know i did bless the the hillary clinton campaign in the eve of the 2016 election oh that's a tough one <laughs> yeah that's a really tough one so and i said uh it said may you win uh may you bring godliness back to the people of america See now, I think that you really you're you're a, a uh, in the army of Satan, and you're out <laughs> to curse people. You're wow. a wolf in sheep's clothing, is what I believe. You so know, it seems like your blessings are very, very much curses. Phil, based on that, I've I've got no choice but here here to show forgiveness for you. Don't you I bless gotta me? Say, Don't you bless I'm me, Father? I'm not gonna bless you, but I am Phil. Going to bless your nose. No, Father, no. Son of the Holy Spirit. It's a wonderful nose, Phil, and, and I just want to make sure that you're able to smell you know exactly all of God's what you're doing. Glory you know exactly well what you're doing. The future. You get off the podcast. You it's, get oh my nose is bleeding. Oh, oh no. How did that happen? Oh, well it's bleeding. Phil, oh. you are a lapsed Catholic. I think oh, we have no. to go ahead and say that how that is was it bleeding probably fire. It. Oh my god, and frogs are raining from my nose. Come embrace oh, me, Phil. No. <laughs> Come and embrace me, Phil. No. Thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> and now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. That's what we're Everybody loves Wide World Sports. What do we got this week? Wide World Word Sports. 
This week's Wide World Root Sports, sometimes your fans throw chairs. <laughs> the fans? Yep, sometimes the I'm fans familiar with throw coaches chairs. throwing chairs. Yeah, this is uh, from the Athletes Post. It's an article called Sometimes Your Fan Throw Chairs. This was sent in by Jordan. Oh! So this is his way of participating. Because he's not here. Right. And I have not read this article Because Jordan's yet. all big-time Hollywood now. Right, right. He's uh, probably talking with a queen as we speak. That's a fact. Every year there is one experience that stands out amongst them all. One I tell over and over again is when I returned back to Indiana after the season. The season hadn't officially started by the time I got that story. At least I hope nothing will top this. This is a really long intro. Who, who wrote this? This was written by Stuart Douglas. I don't know who that is. As I wrote in my last blog post, we were hoping to qualify for the Basketball Championship League, a FIBA-backed European competition that had seen its respect and demand for sports in the league grow very quickly since its inception in 2016. When I played in the BCL in its first season, we only had to qualify with one two-game series determined by aggregate score. This year, we had to win three two-game series in order to qualify. It would have been six games in 14 days with trips to Belgium, Denmark, and Spain. Unfortunately, that was all cut short, but not before it made a lasting memory. This guy's really fucking milking it. Mother of God, yeah. Well, this this better be good. Yeah, we won game one at home by three. Our crowd came out in full force. Uh, It had been over 10 years since Hopel Tel Aviv had played in a European competition. The fans were jacked up about it. Mm-hmm. When I played in Naharia, the fans didn't seem to care too much about playing in the Champions League, but Hopel fans are a different breed. They packed the place, and at one point, the power went out in the middle of the third quarter and created a cool moment. Game two took place three days later, and as we were warming up, I was surprised to see a good-sized group of fans there. I didn't expect it, and I'm quickly learning I should have. These games meant a lot to them, every game, really. They made their presence felt pretty early when the MC stood in the court and welcomed them over the PA system. They asked to make some noise in a typical cliche way, and they decided oh, you know, I've, not to play I've been along. there when they do that, and yeah. i got to say, even when I'm not particularly inclined to make noise, as soon as they say it, I'm like, you know what? I should probably make some noise. Right, right. Uh, you can kind of hear the response in the video. They had a video of that. But yeah, it that's a put a Charlie, put a Charlie chant. Solid. I'm still laughing that he responded with thank you and then tried his hardest to pump the tepid Belgian crowd before saying to himself, screw it, I'm just going to dance. <laughs> right there, you think. He's the best. He couldn't get better. You just wait. It was an ugly game for us all around, but it didn't take a turn to the wild until the middle of the fourth quarter. One of our guys landed on a Belgian fan after a foul on a fast break. As this is can, a thing that happens in basketball. Oh, sure. Yeah. As you can see, he wasn't exactly in a rush to get off the guy. It's a video, and he wasn't in a rush to get off him. The fan didn't like that. I'm not sure what he was thinking, but he decided to push the six foot nine, two hundred and forty pound John Holmes, oh, that's like a the bad world's idea. toughest tough guy. Hardos has have zero awareness, and that's why we love them. Well, our fans didn't appreciate that. Ooh. Yeah, a timeout was called, so I sat down on the bench. The team huddled around. I started to hear a ruckus going on. Oh, no. Yeah, as I looked over at the noise, I saw a chair fly over the horizon of my teammates' heads. Holy shit. Yeah, Coach tried to get us to focus on what he was saying. But, Coach, there are chairs airborne. <laughs> Want another angle? Here's another angle. They showed another angle of fans throwing chairs at him. <laughs> Coach really did give his best effort, but it was a lost cause. I just laughed and watched our point guard, number three, Dallas Moore, really try to stay in the huddle, but unable to keep his eyes off the game of musical chairs. No. Can't blame him. Chairs were literally one after another yeah, being That's real. not how you 
play musical chairs. Right. They sounded the buzzer and called us back onto the court after the timeout. But we all knew there was going to be some kind of delay. <laughs> yeah, no shit. The MC got on the mic and instructed the fans in that section that they had to leave before they could start the game again. Oof. Thank you for the show, is what they cheered to him. Guy needs a raise. Uh, our fans weren't too thrilled with that either. It took the cops in riot gear almost 10 minutes to clear the section. <laughs> Did they have them on site? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they had cops and riot Boy, gears ready to go. You get this impression from from some people that like Europe is this this like cultured, fancy place with no, all sorts it's of full of it's soccer like, hooligans. Right? It's they're they're classless jerks for the most part, and we shouldn't suck up to them. Oh, uh, we love our fans in the UK. We're classless yeah. jerks too, oh, but sure. I just think it's like, yeah, we're all Classless jerks. Let's right. just stop being hoity-toity about it. Both teams started layup lines as the last of the section was almost cleared, but not before a fan had more words for a cop. That cop decided he was fed up and gave one solid blast of tear gas right in the face of a few fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah. In, in, a, in a crowded indoor arena? Oh, yeah. yeah I would While say trying probably... to shuffle people out of it where there's yeah. not... there's. I don't know if you ever tried to leave an arena before. It's a slow yeah, process. What, what's the phrase you keep hearing about police brutality in America? Yeah. You, you want to de-escalate conflict? Sure, sure. That sounds like it's escalating oh, very yeah. seriously. Well, that, needless to say, instantly it uh, felt a bit aggressive and <laughs> soon set how a big mistake that was uh, as the gas started to quickly waft towards our bench and onto the court, troubled breathing ensued. <laughs> All right, let me paint a picture for you through a horrible cinema analogy. Uh, have you ever seen The Happening with Marky Mark? You know, the scene where everybody is normal and then all of a sudden, spoiler alert, the plant's neurotoxin hits the nostrils and everyone freezes before stabbing themselves or lying under lawnmowers? I have not seen this movie, so uh, no. It, there, people have a disease where they all go insane and start killing themselves and others. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a horrible movie with many scenes containing Wahlberg's brilliantly executed wrinkled brow perfects face coupled with his infamous huffing and puffing. And you really need to see it. Well, it was that kind of like that, but instead of self harm, everyone wanted uh, everyone went from perfectly normal to doubling over and uncontrollably coughing as they covered their mouths and noses with their shirts. <laughs> yep. And just as Mark Wahlberg and his crew tried to outrun the invisible cloud of neurotoxins in a field in Pennsylvania, as they watched those around them get infected, I made a similar escape from the invisible cloud of tear gas. <laughs> yeah, I ran away to those affected by bench and made my way to the other end of the court with a single cough. Heroic. Heroic, man. Eventually, they decided to just delay the game and send the teams back to the locker room. You don't say. No figure, yeah. <laughs> Sat there for not even five minutes before we went back on the court, started another half-assed warm-up, while still, not getting, while still getting the last lingering bits of tear gas. <laughs> five minutes was not enough time to for the gas no, to pass. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a physicist, but no, it's not. Yeah. Play resumed, and that's when it really started to hit me. I started coughing in the middle of possession, uh, in the middle of possessions, inhaling the gas. <laughs> you don't really have a choice but to take in as much air as possible in the middle of strenuous exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's also difficult to not touch your eyes in some fashion when you're sweating in the middle of the game, but I escaped pretty much unscathed from the whole ordeal. But not everyone was so lucky. Yeah, we got on a plane the next day, and one of our fans sat next to us and chatted us up. He said he was one of the guys directly hit with the tear gas. He said it was un, uh, he said it was very believable, considering it sounded like his voice box has gone a few rounds with the sander. Who? Yeah, he seemed pretty proud of it, and he's got off the plane before us. He simply exclaimed, "Nobody pushes John!" 
and walked off. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, it is. I, I don't want to belabor this because the article has uh, a lot more to go, but I'll finish off with the last paragraph. I'm just glad the game was in Belgium with calm fans and not in a different country. Things could have been much, much worse. I'm just glad at least I got a good story out of it, one that I'm sure I'll be telling for quite a long time. God bless those Belgians. And that brings it on to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, there's a bunch of tear gas here. I cry, cry, cry like a baby. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. Sports podcast uh but before we go phil here is going to give us our contact information you can find us on facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast that's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast while you're there give us a like share a uh share our episodes do that stuff go to twitter twitter.com slash sports number three podcast there make sure to share and like stuff and uh if you find something funny that uh joel or jordan writes about sports or i write about sports tangential things <laughs> and uh give us a share give us a like it helps us out or you can find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast or no not anymore oh it's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast that's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast but you know what go on itunes and google play find us there yeah and give us ratings and reviews when you rate and review the podcast it really helps uh, those new audiences discover us would be delightful that'd be good please do it hey guys hey joel do you, think, do you think Jordan ever thinks about us these days? No. Bye, Joel. 